You're listening to the show Corla Agus Kjol with me, Amanda Shannon, live here on Ross FM 94.6. Diva Korja Agus Falt Arashigan Show, Corla Agus Kjol. So, hello, my friends. Welcome back to our show, Corla Agus Kjol. So, what are we saying there? advice and chats and music so yeah that's really what it's all about here um me being with you sharing my brain a little bit uh so yeah it and told us it's how tilt agum you know sharing that advice that i have garnered over the years with 15 years working in the education sector specializing i suppose with special education yeah and i just learned a lot and tipped out of teaching recently and here i am to share the wisdoms I have been gifted along the way. And my goal really is to make this an open space, an open forum for educators, parents, young people or young adults or whoever might be dealing with any of these issues. Um, Yeah, just so you can feel free to come in, pop in and find out something that could be really useful for you. Um, I feel like now that we have passed September and we're into the month of October, it would be a good time to speak on some things that are really, really important and that a lot of parents might not be aware of, which is looking at the DARE application, the HERE application for our Leave and Cert students. Um, They may be terms you've not heard before, so today we're going to break that down for you, okay? So yeah, that's what we're really, really aiming to do today. Um, So yeah, please, please get comfortable, pick up a little pad and and a pen. I'm going to explain to you what those aspects are and then also going to dip into sort of the timelines, things that you can look out for, websites that will be really handy to break it down for you in simple terms Um, and also to discuss I suppose the CAO application and how important it is to have your ducks in a row with that to make things easy for you because sometimes things can go wrong um, from personal experience so it's just to Yeah, protect yourself from those little surprises. Nobody wants that in a stressful exam year. Another thing we will look into today is tips for young people or teenagers or even adults, I suppose, dealing with dyslexia. And I suppose it could be useful for educators to listen to this and for parents too and be able to share that with the educators of your children. And again, that will be coming from my time spent working with the Dyslexia Association of Ireland and my time spent training with Anne Owen-Jones, who was a great advocate of these programmes and who worked with the Galway Education Centre and, yeah, educated us a lot on what was happening in GMIT. Welcome back, friends. I have a real soft spot for the breath. Their music is always so uplifting and actually they're really amazing at their storytelling and their songs. Really worth checking out. Uh, Very, very inspiring stuff. I've seen them live as well. It's phenomenal. And Dora Gola is also just after releasing last here last Friday. Uh, Check her out as well. She has a lot going on. I think she has a show coming up the end of the month. I think the 28th in Dublin. So yeah, do check out her Instagram as well. And The Breath, I think, will be performing in Ireland soon. So they're also worth checking out on Instagram too if you're looking for some music, especially as there's a lot going on in the world at the moment, lots of sad news out there. It's really, really important to look after your mental health and your mental well-being. So as we know, music can be really powerful for healing. So if you can, get outside, be in nature, ground yourself, get to see some music and just take care of yourselves, okay? So with all that said, Bawalam Kindsfui Dare August here. So with that, I want to talk to you about the Dare and Here applications. 
So this is probably more geared now towards Leave and Search students of this year, this year's candidates. We can also consider going forward if you're in fifth year, of course, you can think about it ahead of the game, take down some notes, it's definitely worthwhile. But I suppose I'm really focusing in on those who are facing this right now. So the CAO is the, I suppose, centralized system that is used, obviously, when you're applying for your university, college places. Um, Every year you have to kind of set up the account online and you need to kind of have certain types of information. There's a lot of back and forth. You need to make sure you're checking your email. They tend to communicate via email with candidates. So just whatever email you're using, make sure you have access to that and you're keeping an eye on deadlines and messages. Usually your school will have somebody assigned to working with learners, students around the CAO and the applications. And usually, I suppose, most people do partake in the opening up or the setting up of their CAO account whilst under the, super, the, under the supervision of somebody within the school. So that usually will have happened. So for parents listening, it isn't necessarily something that you would have to start the ball rolling on, but it is something that will probably get started within the school system. I think then the next thing to think about going forward is if you have the right to apply for DARE, which is D-A-R-E, it's the one of the pathways to uh, lower points places for uh, college places and here as well. Same thing, but just they look for different criteria. The Disability Access Route to Education or the DARE application is definitely more geared towards disabilities. There is um, a website that I want you all to be familiar with. It's called accesscollege.ie. So that's A-C-C-E-S-S-C-O-L-L-E-G-E dot I-E. You will find everything you need on there. Uh, But the types of disabilities that are considered for a DARE application to be successful or for you to kind of meet the criteria would be um, ADD or ADHD. So attention deficit disorder or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Um, autistic spectrum disorder, including Asperger's syndrome, people who are blind or vision impaired, um, people who are deaf, hard of hearing, developmental coordination disorder, so DCD or dyspraxia, dyscalculia, significant uh, numeracy difficulties, dyslexia, significant literacy difficulties, mental health conditions, neurological conditions, including brain injuries, epilepsy, physical disabilities, significant ongoing illness or chronic illnesses, and speech and language communication disorders. Um, Now, there is a lot of information available on the website, and I won't go into it in so much detail. Otherwise, this is going to end up very, very long winded and heavy. You want to kind of tune into this in your own time when you can have a minute. But what it's essentially saying is DARE is a third level alternative admission scheme for school leavers under the age of 23 as of the the 1st of January 2024 whose disabilities have had a negative impact on their second level education. Applicants to DARE can present with an Irish Leaving Certificate, A-levels or EU qualifications and so that would also uh, make sure you know make it available to people coming from the UK or coming from the EU. DARE offers reduced points places to school leavers who, as a result of having a disability, have experienced additional educational challenges in second level education. Okay, so essentially what happens is once you've set up your CAO account online, at some point 
you will have to begin the process of applying to the DARE. And often what happens is somebody who is working with you, so like your consultant or, well, say from an ADHD perspective and looking at my son's application, we had to deal with a CAMS consultant and they have to fill in, the school fills in part of the form, the learner fills in a kind of a personal statement. There's a part where the consultants have to sign off everything. So it, it is very formal and you have to be really super careful about getting everything done. Um, but yeah, once that's all done and dusted, you're fine and it goes off. And then there is a period of review where they look at these things and they come back and then they agree or disagree. Sometimes it can be something so simple. So for example, my son's application form was denied. A lot of people had denials that were really unnecessary and wrong but it was based on like saying the wrong person signed the form something so simple now there's an access as I said an access website and there's an access officer in UL that you can speak to if you need help and she usually does like kind of zoom I would say information sessions for people on this too so do keep an eye on that she's absolutely superb but what I would say is you know do challenge things like if something comes back don't just take it like try and get a resolution as much as quickly as you can and this is why it's super important to check the CAO because uh, so when I'm saying like keep an eye on the emails it's to really keep those updates sort of saved like if you think you know you might forget them put the important dates into your calendar make sure that you're checking in and getting that because you only have a certain amount of time to get those reviews or those appeals in and it could take a couple of days to get someone to resign something and so forth so like we had a real time crunch and we had to post something and like you're emailing left right and center trying to get support and sometimes it's very hard and there's no centralized number for you to reach anyone for the CAO so like everything is by email and post and the deadlines are very strict so not trying to scare you just to be aware of that and do um, check out accesscollege.ie for that information on the DARE application. Now, having talked about the process, what is the benefit of the DARE? There will be a host of universities and colleges and their courses that are assigned or connected to DARE and HERE applications. And basically what that means is there's a certain amount of courses or admissions available for people who don't reach the CAO allocated number or, or points number. And so that you can still hopefully get into that course, as long as there isn't too much competition for that said course, that you would have the access to it, regardless if you didn't meet the general CAO points for that course. OK, so it's just a, um, an added measure. When we think of the HERE application then. So I suppose the HERE application is, again, another protective measure that's put in place to assist people to get places in university and college who also may, f I suppose, face other barriers, maybe that aren't coming from a disability perspective, okay? The thing to note, I suppose, is when you go on the access, what I should say is for access for the HERE application, I would say go on accesscollege.ie forward slash HERE forward slash how dash do dash I dash apply forward slash. Um, but if you just go accesscollege.ie and type in here and search for that you will find it and it's spelled exactly as it sounds h-e-a-r and it's the higher education access route there will be stuff going on from november so again like i said it's really important to speak to your school guidance counselor and talk to them if you think that you are someone who should be supported under this guideline 
they there is when you go on their website there is a link to their handbook and their application timeline um there is a lot of information about what the here can do for you how to deal with reviews and appeals um getting application advice there's even a really lovely video there as well um there's an applications checklist and so forth but just to say to you i'm going to click into the handbook again just to remind people what's available so when you look in the handbook it tells you um the i suppose the timeline for what's happening with these applications what are the deadlines you need to look at and when is the final kind of letter or or review given back some of the colleges that take part in the here um, have their details listed in this book as well as phone numbers and people that you can contact in the university or the college and I would say actually for parents or learners depending on their level of independence it's definitely worthwhile ringing up those colleges as well and getting some information on the access route they have and the I suppose they can advise you I mean when we found it very difficult to reach anyone in the CEO department about what happened with my son's letter being refused about who signed it and getting that sorted. It was the access officer in UL who helped us, who was absolutely phenomenal. So don't be afraid to give these people a ring and talk to them, especially if you think your learner is your child is going to put that college on their CAO form. So the book is great. Um, like I said, the handbook is really helpful. But just to say that there are six indicators um, that are used or criteria that people can kind of refer to but it isn't that any combination works that's the only thing so things that are included are income um if your income is under a certain amount depending on the size of your family medical or gp visit cards means tested social welfare payments socioeconomic groups desh school attendance and area profile a desh school are those certain i think if you, maybe i might do a thing on what are desh schools next time but basically it's certain schools that are more funded due to the socioeconomic status or, or background of the area or the profile of the area. So to meet the indicators, you definitely have to meet indicator one, which is that financial indicator, okay, in, in, in I suppose, the interest of, of fairness. And then there is different combinations and they are listed in the book. So it could be that it would be one, two and four, five or six. So that would mean like, okay, there, like I said, there's different combinations on the booklet, but just to give an example, it could be that your income doesn't go over a certain threshold and number two is the medical or GP visit card and then four, five or six would mean maybe your child is in a desh school and so because you're not crossing the threshold of the income and you have your medical card and your child is attending a desh school, that would be considered a suitable application because you are fitting the criteria that's just one example I hope I'm not overcomplicating it um, but the booklet is really really helpful and uh, like I said reaching out to people as well on those access phone numbers in those colleges is helpful too and making sure that you're getting in contact with the career guidance person in your son or daughter's school so those are really really important and they both do the same thing the dare and the here both are really essentially uplifting your child so the cap on the points for example um, if a learner is not over 50 points lower and there hasn't been an over stimulation or an over application to a certain course there will be a certain percentage of those courses kept or those places kept for someone who may be between zero and 50 points below the normal points marker for that course. So don't give up. 
you know, for those learners out there who feel like they've had a really hard time in secondary school, things haven't gone their way. Maybe someone's never spoken to anyone about these pathways. And usually you hear absolutely nothing about them until you're in the leave insert. And then people don't really understand. Staff get really busy. Not everybody's going to come and get to you and tell you this stuff. So I'm telling you, be aware that these are rights that you have, whether it's to do with financial, socioeconomic issues or whether it's to do with a disability. There are supports in place. Like I said, it's a bit sticky with the CAO. you got to make everything clear and concise and have it to the T. But there are pathways there. Um, so please, please do make use of them. And that's where I will leave it with that. I don't want to give people a headache. I know it's a little bit heavy, but please, please do check out, like I said, accesscollege.ie. OK, and I'm sure you will find absolutely everything that you need on there. Um, they are a great help. And it's amazing to know that we can have that support here at home in Ireland. OK, so I think now we'll get ready for a break. But before that, and I think just to soften the mood and kind of bring up the vibe, <laughs> I feel like I'm like giving this really heavy talk. But anyway, Astrid Gilberto, who is an amazingly how would I say, steady voice, really calming influence. And she's from Brazil, would have been really um, famous in, in America too for her, her cover of The Girl From Ipanema and other songs. Do check her out. Um, her music is all over Spotify. You can find it on YouTube, anywhere you look. And some of the albums are stellar, so they're definitely worth checking out. Falta rash, falta rash. Hope you're all good. I wanted to talk a little bit more about the dyslexia supports out there. And especially, I think I did touch on the last show about the Dyslexia Association of Ireland. And I did some work with them a few years back and it opened my mind as an educator, as a mother, just as a human to see, I suppose, the techniques, the strategies the perspectives that they have on dyslexia and the supports that are out there. And at the same time, as much work as they do, I feel there's still such a high number of people with dyslexia in Ireland and not as many people know about that. So I just want to raise the profile on the work that the Dyslexia Association of Ireland do. So one of the most important things, I suppose, is that they offer workshops and one-to-one -one tuition. I would have worked in the workshops. The workshops are offered, in, I should say, to small groups of students between 6 and 18 years of age. They also include, I suppose, emotional and confidence aspects when they're looking to support young learners. The workshops that they provide would support... Um, the learners but also the families and I suppose the classes or the workshops usually run for about two hours during the week and at the weekends generally speaking the choosers are qualified teachers and they are people who've undertaken certain training so for example I didn't enter into this world until I had done the training with Anne Owen Jones who I've spoken to you guys about I think briefly last time they also have a list of tutors nationwide who are willing to offer individual tuition. These would be trained teachers who also have taken a course in teaching children or adults with dyslexia. And it says here like that a good tutor can help someone with dyslexia to develop skills and also, and I would almost argue more importantly, to build self-esteem. The one-to-one -one sessions they offer are tailored to each individual's needs and pace of work. And they can, I suppose, focus on specific areas where the individual may be experiencing difficulties. I would say that to check that out, you would just go on dyslexia.ie forward slash classes forward slash. It's really simple. 
So let's talk about how you could maybe get set up for those classes or those workshops. So when when you go into the Dyslexia Association website and you look at that part where it talks about classes, you just go to the drop down on classes and you can see workshops and there's a link that you can touch on there to pop into this section of the website. So it just says here, um, there are currently 20 dyslexia workshops held across Ireland. They are supported, I suppose, in the development of their reading, spelling and writing skills. They use multisensory approaches informed by the science of reading. And the workshops also focus on developing confidence and an understanding of dyslexia. And I want to say the technology that's used, the computer programs that are used in these workshops are phenomenal. They're not the only method. The workshops are broken into different parts and they're also based on the age of the child, age range and what they're doing. So like the methodologies and the approaches used, I suppose, are going to benefit that learner for where they're at in their journey, but also where are they at in terms of their abilities. And one of the first things that usually happens is they would do a certain spelling test, which kind of gives the um, workshop leader, I suppose, an understanding of where that learner is in terms of their abilities, in terms of reading and spelling and so forth. Um, and that's kind of where you would start. And there is a little link where you can see where the workshop locations are. I'm just going to check here if there's any in Ross Common. So what I can see here is they have uh, Carlo, in Tullow Community School and I should say most of the workshops take place in local schools so they'd usually have a connection with a particular school and on that establishment people will come and drop the kids off whether it's the weekday classes workshops or the weekend Saturday workshops. There's also Cavan and Monaghan in St Michael's National School Station Road. Cork City have one in Skullmurrigan Small in Blarney. Cork West Cork have Skullfodrig Nefa, Convent Hill. We have Cork in Yall, Bunskullwira, O'Brien's Place, Yowl. We have Dublin Balbriggan in St. Malaga's National School in Bramore Balbriggan. Uh, Dublin Fingal Malahide, we have St. Oliver Plunkett School, Grove Road, Malahide. Dublin Northside, Gardner Street National School. We have uh, Rush Lusk Skerry, so Rush and Lusk Educate Together National School have one. Uh, we also have Dublin Southside, Skullwira, Guildford Road, Galway City then. It looks like at the moment that is in the Arts Millennium Building in the University of Galway. It used to take place in another school there. I've forgotten the name off the top of my head, but it used to be there near one of the hotels when you come off the Headford Road. Uh, Kildare Maynooth, they have the Maynooth Community College, Maria Villa Maynooth. Um, they also have another one in Maynooth Communities. Oh, they have a separate one on the Wednesdays, actually. So they do Monday, Wednesdays. And then Kildare and Nason Newbridge of Newbridge College, where that's taking place in Louth, in Dundalk, Ophir College, Dublin Road, Mayo Castle Bar. We have one going on in Davish College, VEC, and that's in Gertinsrana in Castle Bar. In Meath Kells, we have St. Kieran's Community School Garden, Rath Kells. And in Tipperary, Moikarki, there's Moikarki National School, Paul Jean Thurless. Waterford City, then we have a, um, a workshop going on in Newtown Secondary School, Newtown Road, and Wexford and Escorthy, St. Aidan's Parish School, Convent Road, Wicklow Town, then in Colossa, Kilwanthon, Burkeen in Wicklow Town. So that's what's happening at the moment. Now, if there is demand, I am sure they would be willing to uh, open up centres in other counties. It would be amazing, I think, to have one in every county, but at the moment it's not really happening. Um, I have considered trying to get one set up here in County Clare. So that's something I might revisit again. But like I said, you can always find out what is your lo your nearest location. Or you could consider if it's something where you want a one-to-one -one tutor to, I suppose, 
make up for the fact that you don't want to maybe travel that far if it's very far from you and you can't find one nearby. So it says here to how to apply, I suppose that's really important. So to apply for a place for your dyslexic child in the local workshop, you must be a member and then you must submit an application form. So you would either be, and they're on the website, easily noticeable here in the pink tab, new student application form or returning student application form. And they're very open to people returning. In terms of becoming a member, I don't want anyone to be worried too much. The cost, I suppose, change like the cost of being a member depends on your financial status. So like that, if you're an unwaged family or if you're unwell or you're a full-time student, depending, there's like different brackets. So it goes from 20 euro to 60 euro to join the membership. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the ins and outs. I think that, you know, you could easily as well contact the Dyslexia Association, speak to them in more detail if you wanted, but I do think it's super, super important to get that set up. So if your young person, your child, your teenager is in college, is in school, secondary school, and they're struggling and they're facing a lot of conflicting feedback from different teachers and they just feel like they're not making the right steps forward or things are going back and forth, it's not really working the way they thought, I would definitely recommend having to think about dyslexia supports. Not all educators are clued up and I would say that there is a lot of techniques that can be used to support yourself in your journey if you do have dyslexia. I would say that the feedback that I saw through working with the Dyslexia Association of Ireland is that there's a real, real focus on reading. A simple thing that parents can do definitely with their young people is paired reading. Um... I've seen videos of this work and it's really beautiful where the parent and the child are together and the child and the parent agree on the message so that they read together. But then where the child's feeling confident, they can tap the parent's hand and the parent would stop reading and they continue reading on their own. And if they meet a word that they're confused about, they tap the hand again and the parent would pronounce that word for them. Um, so those are some simple strategies. If you want to look up paired reading on YouTube, you'd be able to find some resources on that. But if I could encourage anything would be just making your young person or your teenager comfortable with reading and trying to read on a regular basis. It really is one of the fastest and easiest ways to encourage, develop and further, I suppose, develop the abilities. I'm happy to talk on this topic further to share more on this. These are again just me trying to share some resources and what's available out there so that people can really succeed in their education. Because the main thing around special educational supports is to uplift the community so that they can be, I suppose, enjoying life, contribute to things, to meet their goals, not feel bad about their learning, to get rid of any of those feelings of feeling like they're not good enough and they're failing. It's a huge, huge mental burden to feel like you're not doing enough or you're always making mistakes or, you know, you feel like something you're doing is wrong. So I'm just trying my best here, I suppose, in the first instance in these shows to share some of those little things because young people go through so, so much stress in the education system. And there's so much happening now, like with, yeah, changes to curriculum and having to stand up in front of the class and do presentations in English and Irish and, you know, things like that that weren't part of the curriculum before. I just think, yeah, it's it's hard, isn't it? It's not the easiest thing. And I'm sure like like some schools are amazing. They have like a little folder and you're doing your reading every week. It's super, super important to get those building blocks going 
in the really early years of primary school. I think that if you can get that love of reading going, it's amazing. Now, with that said, of course, I've raised a young person with ADHD and young people don't always love reading. With that said, like my son went through a phase of loving to read for such a long time, really tough, strong material, like, you know, like Harry Potter or these kind of things, you know, and loved that for so long. He didn't have dyslexia, mind you, but I'm just saying, you know, our learners or our children can go through changes. They can love reading for a long time and then Snapchat generation, like we get a phone, social media, all that stuff. It just interferes and it takes so much time away from them and from their learning. And it's just, yeah, it's really tough. So I'll park that here. And I would just remind people of the web address. So the web address again is dyslexia.ie. So D-Y-S-L-E-X-I-A dot I-E. So Mashiv Milaboikasas Eishtoklesh on Korlesha. Thank you so much for listening to this advice segment. I'm going to follow along with the Portuguese a little bit and the Brazilian influences and go with a beautiful group, a duo called Avoa. And the song is called Abrijo. And I think they were on something like The Voice, to my knowledge. And they, or maybe, maybe it was in another country. I'm not too sure if it was Brazil. But I know that they were not together as a duo initially, but they became a duo through working on the show. So that was really beautiful. So I'm trying to make sure you're getting like an upliftment after listening to this advice. You know, it can be quite wordy. We'll kind of get ready to do the outro for this whole this whole show and just I suppose finalize some of the key points of what we've talked about and thank you so much for being here it's been so good to have space to share this with you well akorja faltarash heishan kyol welcome back after the little bit of music tasulam govunshiv anthanavas hope you enjoyed that that you really enjoyed that music it's really good music is so healing it's just so good to share some of my favorite songs with all of you and share my influences so I want to say, Mila Boykis, I want to say thank you so, so much for staying with me today through this topic. I hope you had your pen and paper to hand. If you didn't, don't worry, because the shows will be uploaded onto the websites for you to listen back. So there will be an opportunity to come back to this should you need to. I think the most important thing that's landing into this space, I think, today is the concept around placing supports around us, especially when we are doing hard things. So like the, for example, exam years, these are hard experiences. They are full of stress, full of demand on the energy. So having a plan, having a timeline, using the calendar on your phone, setting those deadlines and making sure you're checking in with those feedbacks from the CAO, I would say are some of the most important factors you need to think about going forward if you're doing the leave insert this year. Don't be afraid, like I said, on the website, when you look at the access um, the access website and you look at the handbook for the HERE application, there are contact details for the different access departments in a lot of the colleges available with phone numbers and emails. Do make contact with someone should you need advice and keep an eye on some of the websites and sometimes your school as well will come back to you and let you know that there's going to be a talk around some of this stuff too. I just wanted to break it down because sometimes it can feel very overwhelming. I just wanted to leave something out there in the ether for you to come back and listen to and some websites and resources that you can go to for support. 
you got this, I believe in you, like this, you'll all be amazing, you'll all be well, this will all work out for good. So just keep an eye on those resources, keep an eye on all the tips and just, yeah, lean into that, take that support on board. Okay. And if you do have dyslexia or someone in your life has dyslexia, I definitely recommend reaching out, like I said, to the Dyslexia Association of Ireland. And that was dyslexia.ie. Okay. Just take a deep breath there. Less words. We'll calm the system right down. We'll let the brain relax. And I'm going to finish out the show now. And I look forward to speaking to you all again next month. So by much a look at kind the reach. We'll be back together having the chats again soon. Buentanavas for Irnon. Enjoy your afternoon and Mila Buikasas for Kudama. All right. Slana Storines.